0: I am so glad that you're here today. I am very excited about our guest, Dee Kellner. She is a local goat farmer and owner of Peach Tree Hill Goats Farm. Is is here to talk to us a little bit about the benefits of goat's milk and also just about how she how she practices as a goat farmer. So welcome Dee. We're so glad to have you here today. Thank you so
1: much. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Well, I wanted to see if you could tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start Peachtree Hill Goats and um, just kind of who you are.
1: Okay. Well, um, uh, who I am, um, my name's Dee Kellner. Uh, I'm the owner, oper- owner and sole operator of uh, Peachtree Hill Goats, and uh, I'm the mother of two, two really rambunctious uh, little boys, um, wife to an amazing husband, and... Um, Having this farm actually allows me to raise my kids, um, you know, at home and give them a more of a <laughs> more of an organic lifestyle instead of you know the the regular craziness that is that is the world today. Sure, and I, ab- I absolutely love what I do. I do the farming and everything, and I'm, I'm actually a student uh, who's aspiring for my master's in herbal medicine. It's going kind of slow, but I'm getting there because I've got so much going on. I've got the kids. I've got the the goats and all that kind of stuff too. But um, I actually have a background in biology. Um, I never really finished because uh, life got crazy, but I definitely have a, a, a pretty firm background in biology. And um, when I was a lot younger, um, I worked a lot in the pet industry. Um, so I definitely love what I do. I love being able to provide a wholesome product to, to everybody's fur babies. I love being able to treat my herd holistically as possible. And, um, it's just, it's absolutely amazing on what I do. Um, and, uh, you asked me how I, how I kind of got started. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, actually uh, had goats pretty much all my life. Uh, my mom has a picture of me at the zoo, petting a little, a little pygmy goat in the, in the petting zoo. Um, and but I also had pets, pet goats growing up, you know, just the little pygmies and everything too. Um, but I actually got started with dairy goats, uh, just probably I, I want to say maybe like six, maybe seven years ago. Um, I started actually making goat milk soap for people, and uh, would go to trade shows and uh, really, uh, goat milk soap is actually you know it's really amazing stuff for your skin. Then. Uh, during that time, my husband and I um, started our family. And going to these trade shows, it, it was really, really hard. I mean, because there's sometimes that I would travel across the state to go to trade shows. And it just was really hard um, on my, my son, Ethan, at that point. Because, you know, I have to put him in the truck. And um, then my husband would have to stay home to take care of the goats there at that time. You know, I only had a few. But it's still a chore when you have that, and on top of that, you're trying to do your job, you know, his 9-to-5 job. So um, I started looking for different options. You know, okay, what can I do to help people? Um, well, I didn't know I was going to help people, at you know, their pets at that time, but what can I do to help people with my goats? Um And then, uh, I started doing a lot of research and everything. Um, I actually had a friend in the pet industry said, why don't you start doing this? And I was just like, oh my God, that's totally right. And, you know, being in the pet industry when I was younger, it was, you know, it was kind of just like just a a fit, a perfect fit. So, um, did a lot of research on what I was going to be doing, um, and how I was going to do it. I then soon, uh, obtained my license for producing and selling on a commercial level, and then uh, it started just to grow into what I have now. It started with just two dairy goats, and now I have, uh, I think, somewhere around forty. Whoa! <laughs> so this, it, it, I mean, it's been it's been a blessing. It really has, you know. And all of a sudden, I mean, I only had like a little shanty of a barn that I had these two little goats, uh, you know, housed in. And now I have, uh, you know, a parlor and stables and, you know, a gigantic barn. I mean, it's just a total blessing. And it's it's just it's a lot of fun to look back and see what I've grown in just such a short amount of time. That's
0: amazing. I love that story. That is so amazing. Yeah. So many of our customers, they come in and they say, why would I give my dog or my cat goat's milk? So I w- mm-hmm. I would just love your um you know to ex- I'd love for your for you to expand on what are some of the benefits
1: of raw goat's milk. Okay. Uh raw goat milk, I mean there there's at there, first off there's a difference between raw and pasteurized. Um for people who don't know pasteurized is a uh, a process where Uh, pressure and also heat or and or heat is used to kill any type of bacteria that's actually in the milk or whatever product is that they're making so when that happens raw becomes uh, pasteurized the thing is is that raw goat milk is a a huge and amazing superfood because of the the good bacteria and the good enzymes Um, and the digestibility of it, uh, it's, um, and and as you know, and hopefully a lot of people are starting to to understand that if you take care of the gut of the, of an animal, um, whether it be a goat, whether it be a cat or a dog, you take care of the immune system of that animal. So true. Yeah. Um, and it's jam, you know, like I said before, I mean, raw milk is jam packed full of, Good bacteria and good enzymes to help with the digestion. The fat globules also that are in goat milk are are much smaller than cow milk, and that also makes it uh, much easier for the assimilation into the body to carry those nutrients, to carry those vitamins and those minerals and everything into the body. Um, also, um, being a local, you know, here for the for the DFW area. There's a lot of animals that deal with allergies and DFW is horrible with allergies. Um, And you kind of go back to the same idea as local bees and honey. You have an animal that partakes of the local flora, like my goats, they eat the grass and leaves and the, you know, the stuff that's going around. Um, They partake of that local flora and then they process it. And then they make a product that, that can help with the animals that have a problem processing themselves the raw flora and their environment, if that makes any sense. Sure. Um, and then also the hydration part of the raw goat milk as well. I mean, if there's somebody who doesn't necessarily do an entirely raw diet with, um, you know, the, the meat and the organs and all that kind of stuff that's actually in, the, like, frozen raw food or fresh raw food. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody puts a splash or two of the goat milk. On the kibble of the the food, it actually puts that hydration back into the food, because when kibble is you know eaten, there's I mean it's it's dry kibble, so you're you're losing that moisture part of it uh, when the dog or cat eats it, and so goat milk is putting not only those good Im- enzymes and bacteria into the kibble it's also putting the moisture back into the kibble as well to help Absolutely. with again again with digestion. So I mean it's all about digestion. Every single part of it it's all about it's all about that.
0: Yeah. Well, and from what I understand too, goat's milk is a complete
1: food all on its own. Mhm. It really really is. Um there's actually um it's it's a universal milk is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um that I actually there is a local rescue, uh, wildlife rescue here in the area, and I had the amazing opportunity to foster deer or fawns that were, um, that were orphaned uh, oh, wow. over, o- over the summer. I actually ended up fostering, I, th- I want to say, close to 30 fawns. Wow, um, did you bottle feed them? I, it, I actually donated the milk to the, uh, to the wildlife rescue um, I wasn't actually in charge of oh, feeding gotcha. everybody. I just basically just, you know, I would, and they're actually here not too far from my home. So they would come over to to the farm and then I would go over there and just give them and donate the milk. That's amazing. And it, oh my gosh, you've, you've ever seen 30 fawns lined up with bottles. It's, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. So all the little spots and everything, it's just, it's just something to behold. Yeah. <laughs> So but yes, a, a universal food I mean that I said that to you know just to show that you know dogs, cats, fawns, um, there's even people who will take a goat and to feed their like a like a baby horse that was orphaned mm-hmm. or you know something along those lines. I mean it's just a universal milk, it's a complete food. it's so nutritious it's just I mean you we can, you and I can go on for days talking about how how nutritious and wonderful. Absolutely. All the benefits.
0: Yeah. I know like in, in Bark Avenue and my store, um, we recommend it a lot to customers, um, for a variety of reasons, Uh, you know, especially those puppies, kittens, they're just Mm -hmm. getting home and they're so little and young and maybe they're not eating well. And so it gives them all the nutrients that they need, even if they aren't you know, crazy about their food at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. So they start to thrive just on the goat's milk um, mm-hmm. or the senior dog who, you know, maybe has some issues and not eating, you know, kidney issues are a big are big thing, you know, as, mm-hmm. as dogs and cats age. And um, goat's milk is so good for that. And mm-hmm. like you said, the gut um, just overall giving them that good uh, bacteria To replenish it because our dogs, you know, they live on the ground and they're, unfortunately, they're exposed to all sorts of toxins. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so we see, we see so many positive things. And even some of our customers saying, gosh, you know, I started giving him the goat's milk and wow, his, his skin is better or his coat is fluffier or, you know, it's, uh, he seems to be feeling better. He has more energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there anything you can say about maybe why that is.
1: Oh, It goes back to, like you said, the the gut. I mean, Mm -hmm. once you start taking care of the gut, you start taking care of the animal in whole. And um, it's the same thing with my goats. Uh, You know, I feed them just, you know, what goats are actually supposed to eat. I don't feed them anything different. And I give them the minerals that they need and I give them the care that they need. And they absolutely, you know, like you said, flourish. They, their, their eyes are brighter. Their, um, uh, you know, their coat is shinier and sleeker. Um, you know, my, my black goats that I have, I have several black goats and, you know, with black coats, you can tell, um, you know how healthy that animal is if, oh, if sure. it you know just that black just comes out and it's just so shiny and it's like, almost has like a over an iridescent kind of shine to it if that makes any sure. sense sure yeah so exactly but yeah i'm talking I mean, about yeah i mean it's it's it goes it all goes back to digestion i mean because that's the way that animals and that we are designed to take in nutrients and once you take in nutrients healthy nutrients and then, you know, it I mean, it's game on for your, the body to start working like it needs to. Definitely.
0: So since not many people get to experience what it's like to live on a goat farm, um, can you kind of walk us through what is a day in the life of a goat farmer?
1: It's a little bit different for every single goat farmer because depending on how big your herd is, um, and my... My lifestyle has definitely changed some people they milk one or two goats and you know at their their place and then they, they go on with their day. Um, mine's a little bit more intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I get up pretty early uh, and I start the morning chores in the barn um, and uh, feed all the goats um, and uh, make sure they have all their hay and everything I start cleaning up and start prepping for the milking um I have a a parlor where the goats come in uh they they come into kind of like a holding corral um from their paddock at, uh in the morning uh they will uh just sit there and kind of wait and you know they're actually kind of not impatiently wait. They're, they're kind of noisy when when the morning starts. They're just like, you know, their udders are full and they're getting impatient because they want their grain and they come up, uh, once I'm ready and all the equipment is, uh, cleaned and ready to go, uh, they'll run up the ramp and I'm have a machine. I, I milk them, uh, four at a time. And, During that time, I make sure that they're, uh, you know, they're clean, they're healthy, you know, nobody has any, had any type of, you know, accidents during the night as far as, you know, because goats, I mean, there's a lot of them and, you know, goats will tussle and, and fight and, you know, they're goats. That's what.
0: Yeah. And they, and they've, they're notorious for getting into
1: things. And. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yes. My neighbors probably think I'm crazy because they probably hear me yelling, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's just, I know my my, my my neighbors do love me and they love watching the goats and their antics, but sometimes the goats are their own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. They sometimes hurt themselves. So I was just like, why would you do this? I mean, they've gotten stuck in the feeder before. They've got stuck in fences. And it, it's just, I could tell you all day of the stuff that they just, they get into trouble. They're Sure, goats. sure. Um, But anyway, so I go up and, you know, I start milking them uh, and they eat their their portion of their grain. And uh, once that's done, once I've milked everybody, uh, I start uh, taking the milk in and I start processing it. Um, It's filtered. uh, It's filtered twice. um, Once for when the goat is actually being milked, it goes through the milking machine to where it goes down these hoses, and there's an inline filter, and uh, you know, because sometimes you know, coming from the goat, there's going to be like little pieces of dirt or little bit pieces of you know hair that get you know, um, as much as as much as you clean it, sometimes that just happens, and so sure. there's a there's an inline filter that comes in and then uh, filters the milk and then goes into this big pail that I have. And it's all, it's all like a huge vacuum system is what it is. Uh, And then once I'm done and I'm actually processing the milk, um, then it's filtered again, you know, um, just to, you know, just as a practice. I mean, I want to be absolutely clean and absolutely, you know, provide a good product. So that's what, that's what I do. Um, And then depending on how big my bulk tank is on how much milk I have, I will bottle and then put it in the freezer. Or if there's only like one or two gallons, I, I will keep it in that bulk tank and keep it really, really, really cold until like, um, you know, the next milking, then there's enough to bottle. So, um, and that changes uh, from, because goats are actually seasonal milkers. Uh, so I could have like five gallons that I have to process that day. Um, so it's just, it's a huge variable Sure. Um, yeah. They're living creatures.
0: They're not right. machines. Yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, once the girls, uh, once I get them out of the milking parlor, they will eat their alfalfa and their goodies for, um, you know, for the day that I give them. And then I will uh, I'll throw them out into pasture just to go be goats. You know, they've they've done their job. Um, yeah, they're. they're They need to go out and run around and or snooze in the sunshine. Um, I've actually had a couple of goats and I hate this. They will go out and just snooze and they'll lay completely flat. And so I'm looking out my kitchen window and I'm like, oh, my God, something happened. So I run out there, you know, Sadie, Sadie, are you okay? And she's like, what? You just woke me up from my nap. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, a lot of goat farmers are call it the death sleep or the oh, death gosh. nap, and it's it gives me a heart attack every single time. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah I'm fine, Mom. Imagine. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Um, and then uh, they spend their day out just doing what they do, and um, the the process starts all over again for the evening milking. Um, so they'll come in, uh, and get milked and I'll check, make sure everybody's okay. And then send them on their way, uh, back into their paddock for the night. Um, I do have a livestock guardian dog that stays with them 24 seven. She's actually part of the herd. Nice. Um, and she actually gets goat milk too. Um, uh, so pretty much all my dogs, I actually have four dogs. Um, so everybody gets goat milk and they, they go nuts when they get it. Cause I mean, it's like fresh, fresh Oh <laughs> and yeah. they go, you know, you can't get fresher than like actually on the farm. So my goats or excuse me, my dogs are really, really, uh, really shiny. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, yeah. and it
0: sounds like a lot of work, but it also yes. sounds like something that you enjoy, which also, you know, it, it doesn't seem so much at like work when you love what you do. Right, right, exactly. So I know you and I have talked a lot about how the goats are, they're just like family. Like, you know, you said Sadie and, you know, all of them have a name. And mm-hmm. um, tell me a little bit about how you've, how you've dedicated yourself to raising them more
1: naturally and holistically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to go a little bit back into my past a little bit, because um, when I worked in the pet industry. Uh, I, uh, I just noticed that, you know, and this was, this was a while back ago that I did this. There was just so much, not the variety that we have now as far as food is concerned in the, in, a pet, in the pet industry. But I noticed, you know, hey, we are feeding our carnivore animals um, uh, not really that natural of a diet. Mm -hmm. we're you know we're putting corn wheat soy you know all that kind of stuff into into a carnivore that doesn't really eat that right um and so that kind of like we need to feed our dogs a a little bit more of a in you know a natural or not natural but you know more species appropriate type of food and so that that right there kind of was like okay it was kind of a little of a tick um when i got older and I started going into college, um, that biology degree, um, everything was about homeostasis and, uh, you know, the body going back to what it naturally needs. Um, and so that, that was the start of absolutely everything. And then, you know, in my personal life, seeing what we need to go back to nature because nature will take care of nature. I mean, it's, it's all, again, it's all about homeostasis. Sure. Um, you know, and even everything out and not putting things out of whack. Um, and that's how I started with my herd. Um, my herd is, I would say pretty much chemical free. Um, I do not, uh, I do not vaccinate. Um, there's just not enough research for me to really say okay this is an actual benefit and people you know it i haven't experienced this personally but i've talked with friends and everything who've given their their little goats their baby goats um you know vaccines and they're the, it, they have like this horrible reaction and and also sometimes die
0: mm. from
1: the from these vaccinations that they sure. give and it's um it's a it's a normal routine vaccination, and you know every single animal is different. You know sometimes they won't have a reaction, sometimes they will. But so for me and my family and my animals, I I choose not to do that because I don't want those kind of reactions to happen. Right. Um, so and then on top of that, I don't uh, I don't do any type of chemical wormer. Um, what I use is. Um, I use an herbal, uh, warmer and, nice. uh, and it's a little bit different from the chemical warmers because, you know, your, your modern, your modern warmers, they're, they're actually, I mean, they're really kind of bad is that they will, um, they're actually very, 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 very small doses of neurotoxins as mm-hmm. what warmer actually is. Right. Um, so it's, you know, in very, 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 very small doses, it is designed to to hurt and kill the neuroreceptors in the worms
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so if if there is a goat that actually gets too much, you start having neuro, uh, neurological problems in the goat, mm. so why are we giving our animals you know? you know, neurotoxins. I mean, how, how on earth is that helpful? Sure. Um, so that's why I go towards the the herbal side of it because, um, you know, out in nature, there are things that worms and parasites and everything natural, naturally recoil from. I mean, you think about slugs and salt, you know, when you don't want slugs in a particular area of your garden, you put things naturally down there like salt because they will recoil from it because their body, you know, doesn't like it. It's the right. same thing with the herbal, the powdered herbals that I use is you create a barrier so that worm or that parasite will recoil from and say, uh, I'm out of here. And then they exit, the, you know, they exit the digestive system of the goat. Um so, I mean, that's actually kind of a lot of lot of science that I just put in there. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's all good information. And, and when I studied um, parasites in my um, certification course, um, I had a similar um, experience reading a story about um, gorillas in the wild and how they knew exactly which leaves to eat in mm-hmm. order to rid themselves of intestinal worms. So, again, yeah. it goes back to nature takes care of
1: nature. Exactly. And it's absolutely amazing. And I mean, now the goats aren't wild. I mean, goats are actually the most and longest domesticated animals since the beginning of time. Um, So we as, you know, and me as a farmer, we as people need to be able to bring those natural things back into the animals that are under our charge. Mm -hmm. So that's why I use and I choose to use, um, you know, uh, herbal medicine. Sure. so um that's uh that's really kind of the main treatments as far as like you know the maintenance part of it. What about antibiotics? Uh, no, no antibiotics um mm-hmm. the uh antibiotics will like we're gonna go back to the gut antibiotics will destroy i mean it's antibiotic it's antibacteria. bacteria it's anti everything and so it'll actually Yes, it is going to kill the bad bacteria, but it's also destroying the good bacteria, too. Absolutely. So you're wiping the slate clean, and it goes back to, you know, just being, you have to have that gut. That gut has to be populated with good bacteria in order for the animal to function, even sure. you and me. You know, I mean, yeah. what's the first thing that, that, you know, they say when they hand you a bottle of antibiotics, Hey, you might experience some diarrhea or, you know, you might not feel good. You might have an upset stomach. Well, that's why your, your gut is being flushed of all of that stuff. Exactly. And so, um, I, I use, uh, for, for topical cuts or topical, um, wounds, anything like that. I actually will use, uh, a, Several different herbs, um, and then I am being a dairy. We we are clean. We have a lot of clean. <laughs> we, sure. we have to have a lot of cleaning products. So I'll clean the topical wound, and then I'll I'll, I'll um, I have a uh, like a comfrey and plantain salve that I will actually put on uh, put on the wound. Nice. And com- you know, comfrey is amazing in itself because it's actually known as bone knitter. It will grow the cells so much that will you know, it'll, it's like almost overnight. Absolutely. I mean, for, for like a small, for a small cut, not for something like huge, but sure. I mean, it's amazing. So, um, but yeah. And then internally, if I feel that there is something that needs to be addressed, um, there actually is, uh, some herbals that I use that have, that have comfrey, that have plantain, that have golden seal and hyssop in it. So, I mean, there's just a number of things that, and this goes back. I don't really, you know, anybody who's listening to this, don't just go and grab something off the shelf, you know, talk to somebody who has knowledge of all of these things. Um, Of course, of course. yeah. So, I mean, that's actually why I'm going for my master's uh, in herbal medicine is because I want to be, I want to be as efficient and, self, uh, sustainable as possible without having to go to a vet, um, you know, go to a vet, but also at the same time, I need, I need to have stuff in my arsenal, um, that I can help with my, you know, I can help my herd. Absolutely. I think that's fantastic. And it speaks
0: to, um, part of what makes your herd so healthy.
1: Um, Mm -hmm.
0: they are, their, their guts aren't annihilated, um, with, overuse of antibiotics and and vaccinations and everything that goes along with that. So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about being a goat uh, farmer, what are some of the hardest and easiest parts
1: of your occupation? Um, The easy part of what I do um, is actually just being with my goats, making sure that they have the love and attention and the, uh, the scratches And everything that they need in order to be healthy. Um, I'll just be sitting out in my my pasture with the goats. And there are several that want to come up to me. And they will literally put their nose in my face and Mm -hmm. chuff at me saying, I want scratches. I want kisses and everything. And then I'll have other goats who will come behind me and start, like, butting me in my rear because they want scratches, too. I mean, these girls these girls are crazy. I love them. They, 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 just, um, they, they want to be with you. They want to be near you and they want to be loved. And that's, that's the easiest part. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure being with them, you know, ha- building that relationship with them. So they will trust me sure. and they will, um, you know, if in case I do need to you know, perform any type of, you know, crazy, you know, hey, I need to like kinda sew up this little cut that you have kind of thing, that they will trust me. Sure. So, um that that's the easiest part. Um, there's a couple of actually really hard parts of what I do. I actually come under a lot of scrutiny um from the mainstream goat people because uh I treat my goats with the uh, with herbals and everything. And that it, it's kind of lonely. Sure. <laughs> um, sure, you know uh because i've I've been told before that I'm killing goats by mm-hmm. not warming them properly with with um uh with chemical warmers and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so it it's just a that that part that's really it's really hurtful. But at the same time, you know, there's actually other goat people who, Hey, Hey, how do you do what you do? Why does your herd look so good? And I was like, well, let me tell you. right. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of an upside to that, to that hard part. Um, But I also, again, I, uh, another hard part is I have to be my own vet sometimes. And there actually are not a whole lot of goat vets really anywhere Hmm. Um, they are very few and far between, um, it, uh, and it's kind of scary when, you know, you have like an emergency, you know, what do you do? Um, you, you know, just like with a dog or a cat, you can go to your local vet and say, Hey, this is what's going on. Sure. And you know, there's, there's tons of small animal vets, but as far as goat vets, there's not really a whole lot. Uh, so, another part of the, um, the hard part is, is the kidding season. So if I have a problem with the kidding season and I don't have a vet nearby that can help me, you know, that's time that I've lost or an opportunity, not an opportunity, but for lack of better phrase, uh, you know, an instance where I have lost that time to help that animal, Mm -hmm. you know? So I have to, there's, experience and research and you know sometimes in another uh goat person who says hey do this do that you know that kind of thing um from some of the people that i that mentor me um that's that's what i have to base everything on you know there's been times that you know i've talked to you before where um one of the girls is having a problem with kidding you know with 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 pushing the baby out mm-hmm. and they're been several times that I have to go in, and uh, you know it's not fun and it's scary. I mean, your adrenaline and everything is rushing, and you have to have your wits about you on how you're going to help this mama and help this baby wow. be okay. Wow. And you know, I have to, I have to go in. You know, I have to go in the exit <laughs> <laughs> and, and and fix you know what's going on. I mean, there's been times where I've had babies you know cuz goats can have multiple babies um i think there's actually a world record of one goat having like seven babies oh my god Thank, th- thankfully none of my girls have that yes <laughs> have that ability to be that prolific <laughs> but um you know there's been times where i've had some girls who've they've had quads before and you know uh it and it, it, it's babies can get uh They can get tangled in with each other as Mm -hmm. they are being pushed out of the birth canal. And so I have to go in and untangle some babies or somebody's not positioned right to to be able to slide out of the birth canal properly. Um, You know, I might have to go in and flip them around and bring them out um, you know, that, or, you know, shove one back further down inside and then bring the other one out that's trying to come out. I mean, it's like an assembly line with these multiple babies come out. It's, it's like, you know, one, two, three. And so you just, I mean, um, most of the time things go well, but you have to be prepared for that, um, for the, for those emergencies and, you know that's part of the other problem is, you know, waking up at two o'clock in the morning to go and make sure that, you know, this goat is okay, that her birth is going to go okay. And, oh, sure. you know, I mean, I've, there's times I've talked to you and I'm completely dazed. I'm like, what, 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 what did you ask me? Because I'm yeah. so tired. And so, you know, my adrenaline is so up there that, you know, it's, it takes a long time to come down because, you know, you're, if something is going wrong and you're, you're just freaking out, but you have, again, you have to have your wits about you to help the mama and the baby. And, you know, wow, that's
0: a lot of pressure, but yes. it is a lot of pressure, <laughs> yeah. but also rewarding when everything yes. happens accordingly.
1: Yeah. Being able to bring a life in, or to help a life come into the world. I mean, that's just as cute and as cuddly as a baby goat is probably, you know, hands down one of the most Awesome experiences I can have aside from my own children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, um, on the farm aspect of everything. Right, um, right. Being able to help that is just absolutely, you know, sometimes I, I cry and I say, you know, welcome to the world, little guy or little girl and everything mm-hmm. and, you know, help them with that first meal and everything. It's just absolutely, oh, I'm tearing up. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> that is amazing.
0: Well, and you have brought a few of your little babies into the store and oh yes. my goodness they are just adorable um watching them bounce around or it's just holding them it's it's amazing experience
1: yes it's i mean they're, they're when they're babies i mean there's so many goat videos going along around the internet on how much of a mess all these baby goats are it's just oh yeah you, you, you get all of your giggles just watching that and you know i there's sometimes that I just don't even turn the TV on for days because I just right. watch all these baby goats just you know bouncing around. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah. So where do you want to take Peachtree Hill Goats uh, in the future, the farm? Where do you want to take that in the future?
1: Um, I want to offer more products. Um, I know you. I've talked to you about the kefir and the, um, you know doing some more cheese treats and everything. Being able to offer different products for for animals that might need a different product um kefir is going to have more of a of more of a, a it's only going to increase that uh those good bacteria and that uh fermentation and the the good enzymes and so that definitely i want to do that the kefir i want to be able to do more cheese treats um you know for for animals that want to do like you know just like little cookie or you know, uh like cheese and crackers or something, you know, something oh, along yeah. those, like kind of thing. Um, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of really good ideas. And I've talked with you that, that before. Um, and it's, just, it's, a, it's a process to get each and every product uh, labeled and, you know, cause I'm actually doing this all myself, you know, I'm doing the labeling, I'm doing the, the making, I'm doing the processing. And sometimes, you know, Birthing. life gets in the way. Birthing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, life gets in the way sometimes and I don't progress as as fast as I want to in, in products rolling out. But sure. that's definitely what I want to do. Um, I actually, I, mean, I don't want to get too big. I mean, I don't want to lose sight of what I do and why I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be sustainable. There, um, There are a lot of dairies out there, you know, for human consumption and also for, for pet, pet consumption, there's the really, really big dairies. And, um, uh, part of the, part of why I want to stay small is, you know, these dairies, they will breed, breed the brains out of these animals mm. and then, and then, you know, send them off to wherever they're going to go. But, the, the animal that the mama does not get a chance just to just be an animal, you know, right. just be a, be a cow or be a, be a goat. They're constantly bred because you can't have milk without having, you know, without being pregnant. Right. Um, and so you have to, um, it, it's a constant cycle. And so what I do, um, is I actually, I, I only milk a third or, uh, keep in milk about a third of my herd. So I, and I kind of leapfrog them. So I have a third of my herd pregnant. I have a third of my herd, um, milking. And then I have a third of my herd just being goats. They don't have a job. They just get to live their life. Nice. And so, um, and then you rotate that. I rotate. it just like, yeah, just like the game leapfrog. I just leapfrog them, you know, okay, it's your turn to be pregnant and now it's your turn just to live life and not, Mm -hmm. you know, not have to worry about something. And some of my goats will actually just milk and milk and milk and milk. You know, I've had one girl who just wanted to, she wanted to, I mean, like her body wouldn't stop. You know, she milked for two years until she was, you know, said, ah, I'm done. And so it's that constant breeding that puts so much taxation on, you know on the body that sure. that's just something that's just something that I just don't agree with. um I think the animal can be a lot healthier and are a lot happier without having to to go through that you know completely endless cycle of breed, birth, breed, birth, breed, birth, and so that's mm-hmm. really kind of what why I do what I do. um I definitely believe it's a lot more humane than um you know that constant cycle absolutely. Well, and for
0: anyone that has um, is interested in trying uh, Dee's goat's milk, if you're local to um, the DFW area, we do carry it in Bark Avenue, and many times when she delivers, it is so fresh, it's not even frozen yet, um, <laughs> yeah. and so sometimes people grab it out of the freezer, and they're like, is your freezer okay, and we're like, oh yeah, absolutely, we just had a delivery from our goat milk farmer, so... Um, it just speaks to how um, you know again small batches, small farm, hands on. Um, it's not a huge production. There's so much care and um, thought put into it, um, and it's uh, you know people see is such an amazing difference in their pets when they feed it on in, on a regular basis. So, Dee, if you would just tell people where they can find you, and I can also put some the links in uh, the show notes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a website, uh, peachtreehillgoats.com. And then I'm also on Facebook. It'll just be peach tree hill goats. And you'll see, uh, you know, the little logo with the goats hanging their head. They're hanging their, uh, uh, their little feet over a little wood, uh, wood plank. Um, hmm. and then, uh, I'm not the greatest at updating, uh, like constant posts on Facebook because like, I have my hands full. <laughs> Right. (laughs) But, uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with me, um, that they can go to my website and send me an email through my website, or they can, uh, they can message me through, uh, the Facebook. And I can't necessarily say I'll get to you right away, um, because of everything that I have my hands on, Mm -hmm. (laughs) on top of, you know, my two kids, um, but, uh, I definitely will get back to people. Absolutely.
0: Well, I hope it was as fun for everybody listening as it was for me. Um, I was just picturing the goats and the farm and the milking process and them just laying out in the sun. Um, it, was, uh, it was a very, very fun call today. So I appreciate you taking the time to walk us through uh, what it looks like to, uh, to run your organization and your um, amazing business.
1: Oh Well, thank you very much. and I'm, I absolutely love talking about my girls and sharing with what I do. I mean, as, as hopefully I can, uh, other people can hear that, you know, I'm very passionate about what I do and I absolutely love talking about it. Definitely. So thank you so much for having me. I really, really, I had a lot of fun talking about it.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, we'll be seeing you soon, Dee. And, uh, thanks again for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much.